listener exclusive. It's Triple M Breakfast. Matt Collins for Breakfast, the podcast edition. G'day, Matt Collins from Triple M Brecky. Welcome to the podcast edition exclusively on the listener app. And this is our weekly chat with Murrumbidgee Police District Inspector Glenn Smith. Always has some interesting stories to share from the local boys and girls in blue. This week was no exception and concerningly lots of kids, that's right, youths under 18 behaving badly including a young person in Griffith who approached a couple on Friday night asking them if they wanted to buy a gun. That's right. Let's find out about that and a whole lot more. Here he is, Murrumbidgee Police District Inspector Glenn Smith. Murrumbidgee Police District Inspector Glenn Smith, as he is every week at this time, good morning to you. G'day, Matt. Busy week? Busy weekend? Uh, it has been, yeah. The boys and girls in blue have been kept busy uh, out and about. Very good. The um, There's a lot of talk about public holidays with the Matildas potentially winning the World Cup. Um, public holidays wouldn't mean too much to police officers, would it? No, we're there 24-7, 365 days a year, so what's a well, you're, holiday? Well, you're, you're not. You... No, I'm not. No, no, no. no but no. you're right. I am there most days. You never never turn off. No, no. So, Christmas, um, New Year's. Yeah, yeah, the guys and girls have just got to work through. So. World Cup, public holidays, doesn't stop. Yeah, public holidays, what are they? Mm. You don't get double time either, do you, for a public holiday? Uh, we do get a shift penalty. I don't think it's double time. Yeah. We, uh, taxpayers couldn't afford to pay you double time, goodness oh, me. As an inspector, I don't get penalty rates. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No overtime, no penalty rates. My heart bleeds for you, inspector. I'm just there for the love. Um, let's get straight into this because I sent you a photo Oh, it'd be a month ago, maybe now. It would be roughly. We, yeah. uh, we'd been talking about a story that involved a vehicle, and I saw this vehicle on the way out to Yagali, and I thought it was burnt out, so that's a bit of a giveaway that it yep. might be used in some sort of alleged crime. Yep. Uh, it turns out it was. It was, yeah. I was actually uh, waiting for the um, the bill from yourself for uh, overtime, but uh, you're not getting any. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, it's in connection with a series of commercial break and enters uh, that we've been investigating in the Leeton and uh, Griffith areas. So at about 9.40am last Thursday, the 10th of August, police from the Griffith Proactive Crime Team executed a search warrant at an address in Griffith. As I said, it was in relation to... Uh, an investigation they'd been carrying out into several aggravated commercial break and enter and steal offences in the Leeton and Griffith areas. Uh, now, these break and enters were targeting uh, businesses which sell cigarettes and tobacco products. So, uh, upon police arrival at the address uh, where they were executing the search warrant, we will allege another resident at the front of the premises began calling out to the 27 year old male occupant who was then seen to commence throwing numerous sealed cigarette packets out the window. Uh, of the place and over a nearby fence. We will allege that uh, police located numerous packets of sealed cigarettes, clothing used in the offences, multiple power tools also used in the offences and a lockpick gun. Uh, the man was arrested and taken back to Griffith Police Station where he was later charged with these stealing offences, fraud offences, three break enter and steal offences, aggravated break and enter, uh, two stolen motor vehicle offences, pre- possess prohibited drugs and possess housebreaking implements. All on a sesame seed bun. Goodness me, that's a long list of alleged offences. Well, he'd, uh, he'd been a busy boy. Mm. So. Um, do we know like what sort of value of these smokes that this bloke is alleged to have taken? 
Uh, yeah, the guys would have that, uh, and that'd, that'd all be in the charges off the tab, top of my head. I don't know, but I think a packet of cigarettes these days are fifty or sixty dollars, which so. is just you know r- ridiculous. And it's supposed to be to stop people smoking. If you believe that, you'll believe anything. But um, each tray of cigarettes, there might be however many packets times yeah. by, like you say, fifty or sixty bucks. That's thousands of dollars in every tray. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he couldn't have sold them for the full retail price. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was his go. So he's, um, be cooling his heels for a while now, I would imagine, uh, back All in jail. Right. The Siggy Bandit. The Siggy Bandit. Let's move on to, uh, a vehicle, uh, well, just unlucky, you might say. A stolen vehicle, but then they got bogged around the corner, yeah. Inspector. Unlucky or amateurs. Mm. Uh, so about 11.50 PM on Sunday, the 13th of August, unknown POIs have entered a home in Hillam Drive, Griffith, and taken the victim's car keys, which were left on the kitchen counter. The offenders have opened the garage door and driven the car out of the garage. The only problem was there were two cars parked in the driveway. So they had to collide with those two cars and go through a colour fence to get the vehicle out. Uh, they drove a very short distance, only just around the corner, before they uh, drove off the road and into a paddock, becoming bogged. So, yeah, amateurs. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Uh, look, I, 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 I they went through a, a fence, drove a, through a colourbond fence. Of a colourbond fence, they had to get out past two cars parked in the driveway, blocking it in. And after all that, they get bogged around the corner. If that's not the universe saying, hey, stealing a car is probably not a good idea, then I don't know what is. Yeah, I'd hazard a guess to say maybe they were teenagers, but um, Mm. yeah, time will tell. All right, speaking of teenagers, and I mentioned in the intro about uh, kids behaving badly, uh, it seems last Friday night there was one young person that it's alleged uh, wanted to sell a gun to some passers-by. Yeah, that's right, a replica firearm, I should add. Uh, so about 9.30pm on Friday the 11th of August, uh, a young person entered the car park of the Griffith Visitors Centre and approached two witnesses. At the time, this young person was uh, wearing a black bandana tied around his face, coming up over his nose and black gloves. He approached these two witnesses and said, uh, asked them if they wanted to buy a Glock. At the time, he then lifted up his shirt uh, to show an imitation pistol which was wedged into his waistband of his pants. The witnesses, you know, declined to buy the gun, as you would, uh, and the young person walked off towards some friends. Police were made aware of this event. Hang on, hang on. Are we in downtown LA LA, or are we in the Riverina, Inspector? You've got to wonder. Goodness me. Um, But uh, we had police patrolling in the area. Uh, They were made aware of it, and um, we've got pretty good CCTV, council CCTV here in the centre of Griffith. So uh, the police... uh, approached a, a young, the young man fitting that description, but as he saw them coming, at which time he was at Memorial Park, uh, he's pulled the replica pistol out of his pants and dropped it on the ground. The police have uh, approached the, uh, the young man and um, detained him for a short time and had the council CCTV checked, which showed him you know, citing the police and pulling the gun out of his pants and dropping it on the ground, the replica. It wasn't so tough when the police turned up. Uh, no, he wanted to get rid of that uh, item mm. pretty quickly. Uh, so then he was arrested and taken back to the police station where he was charged. Do we know where the uh, replica uh, weapon come, came from? No, no, I'm not sure. Yeah, so. Okay, what's next for that young person? Uh, he's, uh, got a, he's got an invitation to go to court in, the, uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Okay. So, uh, let's see how he goes. Do we know how much he was trying to sell the... No, they didn't say. Uh, the, I don't think the, uh, the two people he approached didn't even bother asking the price. As you would. And does he give receipts, I wonder? Uh, look, 
I'm guessing not. No. ABN, perhaps? No. No, no. no, That's uh, You don't pay tax on those items, apparently. Let's move right along. Uh, Still talking kids, inspector, and unregistered trail bikes. Yeah, this has been of of concern for some time, especially to our Highway uh, Patrol Command. Um, It's an ongoing issue of young teenagers riding unregistered trail bikes on public streets, sometimes with no helmets. And when police attempt to stop them, you know, they take off at speed which then increases the danger to themselves of serious injury and other road users and potentially pedestrians. So uh, the police have been compiling a list of the addresses these kids on the bikes are coming from. Obviously, you know, their parents are, you'd have to think, allowing them to do it. Right. Uh, so the police are uh, going to be looking at going and having a chat to the parents uh, about you know, these actions of the kids and they're just endangering themselves, mm. tearing around on bikes on Especially public streets. Especially with no helmets, come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if they're on private properties or, or you know, off the off the public road, not, not a problem. Is that okay to do that if you're on your own property? If you're on your own property, yeah. Yeah, I mean, wear a helmet, please. But, um, and, but the bike still has to be registered, I'm assuming. Not on a private property. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. No, no, no. But uh, these kids are riding them on, on the public roads. Mm. And, you know, if you've got other road users pedestrians, you've got kids, it's um, Yeah, it's a recipe, recipe for disaster right there, isn't it? And the other thing is police can confiscate these bikes and they can potentially be forfeited to the Crown because they're, you're riding them on a public street unregistered. unregistered. So um, we're also appealing if uh, any listeners out there are getting annoyed or concerned about these kids riding trail bikes and they know the addresses of where these uh, kids live, they can contact Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 and report the address anonymously. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the police, uh, particularly from highway patrol are going to be going around and tapping on people's doors and mm. having a chat to the parents. Could be some uh, interesting conversations had yeah. there and, you know, yeah. perhaps the parents don't know. We can't assume but, that they, no, they, they may do. not know, but, uh, yeah, if you, if you've bought your child, a trial, bi- trail bike and, um, it's left there and they can get their hands on it when the parents aren't home. Mm. Well, obviously, maybe they need to look at um, putting things in place. So that You'd like to think the parents know that it needs to be registered if they're riding it out and about, but uh, yeah. perhaps they don't. And, and obviously, they, maybe they don't know that they are riding it out and about. Anyway, you will soon find out because the yeah. uh, police will be knocking on your door. Murrumbidgee Police District Inspector Glenn Smith, uh, mate, great to chat as always. I know it's been a tough week for you and the, uh, some, of your, uh, some of the crew. And we love the uh, we love that you have such passion, and that we get to chat to you every week. And, and thanks again for your time. The pleasure's all mine. Thanks, mate. A listener exclusive.